John. Nearly. Finally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been a day. Yeah, it has been. Terrible day. God. Ter terrible day? It's been well, a weird day. Complicated, very complicated day. Yeah. yeah. But I've just had a, uh, but I just resurrected it to be just wonderful. You just, did? Yep. And Why? I realized, well, because, you know, that picture, that galaxy that I keep, we keep, you know, we pass back and forth. Mm -hmm. I send to you, it's like the, the heart galaxy thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. that I, well, I was curious about that because why am I attracted to it? You know, why do I think that's us? Mm -hmm. And wow, what a hit. What? Uh, it's, it, was, um, it was found out in 1877 at the Marseille Observatory in France by Edouard Stefan. Um, it is considered right now to be one of the most interesting and dangerous galaxies in the universe, in the known universe. Uh, it, uh, it is a, um, it says Stefan's Quintet, which is, there's four galaxies, but we are, we are 1877. We are NGC 1877. Isn't just a static portrait. It's a dynamic collision scene. NGC 7318, not content with mere stargazing is plunging into the heart of the group at a staggering speed of several million kilometers per hour. This cosmic dive creates a shockwave akin to a galactic sonic boom. Hmm. And it goes on and it goes on and it goes on about James Webb and hydrogen and blah, blah, blah. So what it's saying is that this particular spiral, there's two spiral galaxies that are kind of dancing with one another. Mm -hmm are considered extremely dangerous and are and are and are going are diving into the quintet at an enormous speed and it said at the end it said this one of these things that I read it said um, the cosmic dive creates a shockwave akin to a galactic sonic boom rippling through the intergalactic gas. He says imagine a cosmic race car leaving a trail of turbulence. Hmm. So there. And that's us? That's us. <laughs> <laughs> that's us. What are you doing? Are you cooking? Uh, I just fell some, just knocked something on the floor. That's okay. Uh -oh. ah. mm. So tell me about your day. I just give you, you know, so you and I are, are um, apparently dangerous. Uh, Damn straight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In the best way. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just a weird, I don't know. I I honestly feel that there's some energetic shift going on that's affecting us all. Yeah. In various ways, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've just been so tired. Like, I can feel the weight of just being tired. And um, even though it was a really good day, it was a positive day and good things happened, uh, my mood didn't reflect it. I mean, I was still, I was just still kind of irritated, kind of, mm, I don't know, maybe, what's the word, indifferent, indifferent, and it was actually a very good day, 
Yeah. So you became indifferent to a very good day. Yeah. Well, because there's because you know why? Because there's happenings, right? There's external things going on that are good things, really good things. But then there's internal things, you know, like your own little uh, mood, you know, energy, perspective, things like that, that, you know, create your own little reality. So even though, mm-hmm. yeah, so even though like, you know, calls are coming in and, and it's, it's great news, I'm somehow <laughs> indifferent to it. I was excited, but indifferent to it. You know, I don't know how to say it. I just just a weird energy today and uh it's all right yeah it's okay and then moving through it and just it's okay mm-hmm. i was um my day was a little more mechanical mm. uh i was faced with the reality of of how of um the hmo community and the health insurance community and all this stuff yeah and um how i had to you know I've been really uh, most of my day was essentially on the phone with with various insurance carriers. Yeah. Uh trying to figure out how to make a switch okay. into an HMO from a um, plan of which you know Medicare A and B um because I'm on Medicare. Yeah. And um um I've done some things right apparently over the years. I've done some things, so I did some really good things. I had no idea I was doing good things, but I was mm-hmm. from a mechanical standpoint. But I was talking to one of the guys in Salt Lake City, who was uh, one of the one of the guys for um, for United Healthcare, in which there are about five major carriers in this country that everyone seems to think are the you know that are solid, yeah. as opposed to drifty. Yeah. I've been united for a long time, so I talk to this guy anyway. I'm going through the plan, and I'm saying that, 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 and I'm, so I'm naming off the various drugs. And he's giving me the copays on these drugs, hmm. and um, my copay on one of the drugs was almost six thousand dollars a month. Oh my gosh, that's and, a crime! Uh, and I thought, whoa, boy, that's a hit, you know. Then he's saying, and then the next one is forty dollars. Okay, thirty-eight. Okay, that's fine. And then let's see, that'll be two thousand seven hundred and nine, three thousand. You know, that's my copay. And then I said, and then how much is that? Another three thousand. So what is that? He said, well, it's about six thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. That you'll pay every thirty days. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that got my attention. Right. <laughs> Tell me again how they're not it's, corrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the argument, the argument, of course, is that is that is that it's all it's with all the money that they have that they're able to do the research, therefore make the drugs. Lies. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, you know, when I was in Harvard, there was a lot of single payer news going around. Like, we'd be better off with a single single payer plan, um, and then everybody kind of participate. I don't really know how I feel about it. I mean, I am I am on the I'm on the receiving end of health insurance at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I feel pretty good. I mean, one of the things that I, I'm in pretty good shape, all things considered. Mm-hmm. And so that speaks well for, for who I am or, you know, what my body politic is, mm-hmm. but that doesn't seem to make any difference actually. And I, you know, the system, 
I mean, you're calling it corrupt, and I, I understand that. I understand that that, that position that it's corrupt um, because of the amount of money that they make. Uh, but um, it's not just that. Oh well, it's probably a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I'm not following it that closely, but but geez, I don't know. It's not just how much um, money they make. It's about why they're making so much money. It's about creating the illness so that we're dependent on a system who is, who is stealing. It's thievery. And who are not healing us. They're perpetuating the illness. Don't get me started. It's been a day. <laughs> I, can, I can tell by your tone. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a whole different yeah. Marilee right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what I? Oh, anyway, mm, yeah. You know no, what no, I? Go on, go on. You I mean, know what I heard today was Amazon is introducing their healthcare for nine dollars a month. And it's um, is that is that an HMO like that's over the top of something else? No, it's like uh, I don't know. But you get on call doctors. And okay. yeah, emergency like prescriptions, things like that. For nine dollars. So they're so they're going after the industry as a standalone. Well, that isn't that funny? <laughs> That's really funny though, isn't it? They're going after the industry. Amazon is part of the industry. <laughs> I know. I know. You know? They just take advantage of the situation. Yeah. But I mean that's I mean, Bezos has always been an opportunist and I you know, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um and maybe it's opportunism that causes growth. I don't know. It could mm. be. I mean, I've, that's always been my position. Or change. You know, if if we've taken over Amazon, you know, we, we let the facade live, you know, who owns Amazon, and we think that they're corrupt, et cetera, et cetera. However, we don't really know what's going on in the background and who's been taken out and who really has control over Amazon, which is the great is a is a great foil, you know, like for just uh, – Introducing a new health care system that is affordable for everyone. I, got I don't know what you're, I mean, what, So what are you, I don't understand what you're saying. What are you saying? I mean, I'm saying that everything is about to change. Everything. And because oh, no, I, I get that. Every, I mean, right. So what I'm saying is that how, how are they going to roll out all of these new systems? Well, mm-hmm. it would seem like the, the easiest way to roll out the new system is to take over, you know, these giants and then have them distribute, you know, whatever it is that we're talking about, like Amazon with healthcare. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I see it. But I mean, that, that, that implies that Amazon is essentially not the Amazon that we know. It's it's now right. the arm of something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I think that's too cumbersome. Just like the news outlets. They'll all be taken over. I think they were taken over a long time ago. Well, <laughs> yeah. They lost their way. I'm going to take it over now, but they certainly lost their... They certainly... They don't understand where True North was. Right. Sure. Well, it's you know, it's who owned it originally, who owns the media, who's programming all of us. What you know, what is the you know the end goal 
the end goal <laughs> is to feed us things that will kill us without telling us what's in it so that we can go to the doctor. The doctor can prescribe us medication that won't heal us, that will just keep us perpetuating the illness. It's just a money grab. The whole thing is a money grab. So are the doctors complicit in this themselves? Or are they just sort of part of a great conspiracy to that's run by Big Pharma, for example. Is that it? You probably shouldn't get into you know. that. <laughs> but I'm going to say, you know, heaven help those. Heaven help those who, who participated in this whole sham. Yeah, but I like my doctors. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm. Mm. It's, it's really unfortunate. Really unfortunate. So... Um, they're complicit in the crime. Well, the, I don't, isn't that kind of unwitting? Mm-hmm. I mean, think of the numbers involved here. I know. That's I mean, it's, everything is measured in millions and billions. Right. Who has that kind of control? It's all about money. It, it, what? It's, it's, so, the, so the money, so it doesn't need to have control because... The money itself is corrupting everybody. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're going after the profit. And the profit by itself, the profit motive is the corruptive vehicle. And bribery. And, well, bribery. I mean, all the stuff that goes with it, I presume. Mm-hmm. So, so it really is a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. that really can't be stopped until it blows up. Mm-hmm. And we're almost there. So your position then is that it's about to blow up because yep. we're getting and the and and your position would be then that that the that all the signs that we're seeing in the way that things are unraveling at the seams or getting worse or better or whatever mostly getting worse is a sign of this change coming. Yep. Yep. And and you fundamentally believe that. Yes, I do. Okay. We have a lot to look right. forward to. Because you're seeing it as a positive move and not a negative move. Absolutely. But see, it sounds like a, a negative move as you as you say it to me. It's negative to those I mean, who participated in the nonsense, <laughs> in the in the whole scam, the crimes against humanity. It's it's going to be really bad. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. for the rest of us, it's going to be I, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're dancing in the streets. Well, hmm. So, hmm. so it sounds like this is a rebuilding, like the women who marched on Versailles, you know, um, or whatever. It's like um, a group of people hasn't finally has enough, and they take down the monarchy. Hmm. Um, is that what we're doing here? Yeah, but it's Sorry? so huge. I mean, it's like an octopus. You know, there's tentacles everywhere in every industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a huge. So, so is the you know, so the Chamber of Commerce is bad? I mean, is it, are we? <laughs> well, we all know that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <Jeez. I'm... laughs> what about the big companies? What about the Amazon to the world? Are they? Are they corrupt? Or they just I mean, I'm not here to be shooting everybody down. <laughs> That's not really what I want to do. Okay. All right. No. I want to talk about something else. All right. Watch. You're happy? I, you am, have... I am happy. I'm happy. 
I was just, I don't know. Um, I think what it was is that I emotionally, I wanted to get something done. I wanted to do certain things and I couldn't because I had other things I had to do. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you're taking me away from what it is I really want to do right now. And, and typically, mm -hmm. you know, I will weigh it out. But when there's somebody else involved, then it's like, all right, all right, all right, I'll do it. But, mm -hmm. You know, yeah. If it's my own stuff that I have to, you know, hit all the marks, I, I can shift them around, roll them around at will. So you're playing somebody else's band at this point. Yeah. Right? So it's like Today. when somebody else needs me to do something, it's like, all right, you know, then I have to accommodate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Okay. Good. All right. You know, I did, I watched a, a reel today and I wanted to talk about it. All right. Yeah. And it was, this guy comes on. I don't know his name. I didn't write it down. But he was saying that um, basically there's five things that a man needs to do to keep his woman happy. And then they'll be happy the rest of their life. I said, oh, really? So, right? Well, I mean, I'm curious. What, um, <laughs> what, what does a man need to do? You're right. <laughs> okay. To, to identify what those things are. Okay, so... I'm telling you this. I'm going to be this guy and I'm going to tell this because you're a man, right? He's talking to you. All right. All right. All right. So the first thing you have to do is to defend her, support her, and protect her. That's all. That's all number one. Defend, all number support, one. Protect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Protect. Okay. Defend her, support her, and protect her. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel? Okay, so, but how do you define that? How, do, how are you receiving this message? Fine. I mean, it just seems like it's kind of a matter of fact. Yeah, of course. No, it's yeah, but, not. That's the thing. All of, all of this advice that we're getting, these, you know, five things type of thing, it's so complex that if we look at it and go, yeah, sounds reasonable. Yeah, it's good. All right, next. No, it's not next. You have oh, to sorry. understand. No, but that's so typical. The response is typical to any man or woman. Any man or woman will be like, okay, that makes sense to me. Defense, well, of course it does. Right. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. But then why aren't we doing it? Well, I mean, I think I'm doing it. I mean, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I do that? I mean, why wouldn't I do that? Okay. And I defend, support, and protect. I mean, what does support mean? Send money, or does that mean support emotionally? I see that as supporting emotionally more than supporting the person financially. I don't know if that support to me is emotional. Well, I don't care one way or the other. I mean, but I mean, that may go with the territory. But when, you, when I hear this, when it was, you know, you're, he's speaking to me, defend, support, and protect. Support in that case is not money, that's emotional support. As I read those three items. But that's because you're receiving it that way. Yeah, right. Right. You personally are receiving it as emotional support and not financial support. So right. uh, so the question a woman would ask, well, why not financial? 
We've only on, we're only on number one. I know. What's number two say? What's number two <laughs> no, but that's the point. If we go over all five of them and we just go, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. But we're not carrying it out because we don't understand. We can't define it. Okay. All right. I'll put, I'll give it to you. We'll go to number two. Um, number two. Okay. Uh, so he listens to her. And every now and then he throws in a word to validate, you know, that her feelings or emotions. Every now and then he does that? That's what he said. He goes, listen okay. to her, and every now and then throw in a word to tell her that you're paying attention. That's it? Uh-huh. That's number two? That's number two. I sound like he's pretty lazy than me. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So I mean, listen and validate now and then. Right. I mean, that's the. I mean, the guy must be a narcissist. He can't stop looking at it, stop looking at the pond or something. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Tell him to comb his hair and get a haircut. Okay. Well, we're gonna go back over these because <laughs> I'm the woman here and you're the man. Okay. All right. Okay. So, okay. His third thing was uh, tender physical touch. She likes to be, you know caressed she likes her hand to be petted she likes a kiss on the forehead just tender physical touch i don't see anything i mean that's nothing wrong with that um if you do it right i guess i don't know i mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean what's wrong with being tender tender is fine no, no no nothing's wrong with it he he According to him, he's saying, if you can nail these five things down, you will have mm -hmm. a happy wife and you'll be happy the rest of your life. Well, I think he's full of shit so far. But anyway, that's okay. Okay. Um, but we agreed, though, on one and two. What's wrong with that, you said? No, well, no, I'm changing my position. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, we'll go to number all right. Well, I think that. All right. Well, let's go. Let's get them all down. We talk about them in groups. So let's number four. Okay. Number four is he compliments her. Um, my pen was running out, so it's hard for me to read my own writing. He compliments her. Oh, and shows her interest that he's interested in her. Okay. Is that sort of like? Okay, that's listen and validate. Is that sort of? Two and four kind of run into each other, it seems like. Yeah. It, right. You know what it's sounding to me? The five love languages is what it's reminding me of right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, make her feel secure and safe so that she won't feel um, afraid that you're going to leave her for another woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, I, well, I think there, I see a lot of dead end streets in all three of these, or five of them. Yeah. Um, I think it's somewhere. hopelessly incomplete. I, I don't think it, it um, I don't see any relationship happening here that's real. Uh, I think that he's, it just doesn't appear as if this guy, this man is, is telling me to treat my, this, He's telling he's not telling me to treat a woman like a contemporary. He's treating he's telling me to treat a woman like a thing, as I read this. Um, 
And I would see a woman more as a contemporary. Um, I would do all these things, but I would, but I would give her the courtesy of, of honoring who she is as a human being at my level, at her level or whatever level it is. I, um, I don't, I mean, I'm supposed to make her feel secure and safe. Well, you know, she should feel secure and safe for herself. Let's, you know, let's meet this one-on-one. Um, do I have to listen and validate her? Yeah, well, that's that's works both ways. Mm-hmm. We both listen and validate each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, tender and physical? Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm not going to slap her around. You know, that's, not what I, that's not what I do. Right. Um, and um, defend, support, protect. I still think support's emotional. Make her feel secure and safe. Yeah, that cuts both ways too. I think it's. I think that he's missing the, the, um, how two people work together to support one another. And of course, they have to step up. And you know, if there's something really happening that requires some push for, for aggressive behavior, of course, it's, it's automatic. You don't have to think about it. You just fucking do it. You know, you protect your people you're with. Right. Well, here's how I see this. Okay, so this is a man giving men advice on how to make his woman happy, right? Yeah, okay. Okay, so right out the gate, right out the gate, there's division. So he's he's saying that this is going to work for all women. Hey, guys, this is what you have to do you're going to be happy with your woman so there's division between men and women women are different you know what i mean so if you want to try to understand women and this is why it doesn't work because a man will tell you i try to do that but because he's been with you know a b c and d woman and they're all different that some things may work and other things don't some women want me to open the door and other women some people want to pay their, or women want me to pay the bill, and then they want to pay the bill. I don't know what to do anymore. What do I do to make them feel safe? How do I find it, or how do I support them, either emotionally or financially, when I don't know what they want? Well, goddamn, I mean, should we have a conversation with the woman? <laughs> should, should, well, should, is it possible we could just talk about this? You know, how do you want to handle this? No, you know? you know what? And the answer is no. You know why? No? The answer is no. Why? Because what happens is when you've got to put your all your cards on the table like that and start discussing this stuff, it takes all mm-hmm. the wind out of your sails, all the romance out of it, all the unknown, the discovery, the fun. It's It's a business deal. You don't want it to be a business deal. The moment you sit down, we're going to have a discussion to find out, it, you know, do you like me to open the door for you? How do you, how would you like me to make you feel safe? You know, it just, it's not practical. Nobody wants it. I've been with women for 75 years. Yeah. I mean, I I know a lot of women. Yeah. Um. At least 75 years, maybe more. Yeah. Um, I saw a poppycock. I mean, it's... <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. On what? <laughs> it's, you, know, you don't have to... Um, of course, this, you know, the surprise 
and the and the excitement and the whatever it is comes in all sorts of forms from expression to just body movement to just how you walk, how you talk, how you do whatever. Whatever spontaneous serendipity thing you do is all part of that process of romance and surprise. Yeah. It's, you know, so I'm not really saying we have to sit down and burden ourselves with a conversation. The point is, is that it's an ongoing thing from my perspective. It never stops. Okay. This is true. And I, I believe that most people would agree with you. However, it's not working. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I'll tell you why. Because if we don't know what we're looking for, we don't know how to identify, then this process that this man is talking about or what you're talking about, letting it just roll out and, you know, we'll get to know each other and, you know, the romance and all this other stuff, that's all fine. But you don't know what you're looking for and nobody knows the rules. Therefore, you're going rogue, both parties, and it will come to an end and you will get hurt. Period. That's, that's pretty matter of fact. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and this is why so many people are hurting, trying to recover, trying to get over it, trying to, you know, get out, you know, shadow work. Can't we get can't we give these people credit for being spontaneous and and uh willing to 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 kind of go with the flow a little bit i mean sure and there are um, there are factors involved that would make two people want to do that factors like one factor would be for a great majority of women is that if he is financially well off if he's financially well off, she's she's willing to go with the flow. We're gonna, we're gonna you're gonna wine dine me, and I'm gonna see what you've got. Until it becomes toxic. You know, now if she's an opportunist. She doesn't care because she knows how to work it. And believe me, I watch it. I see it. It's terrible. Well, who wants to hang out with a woman like that? I mean, I could you know off her. Men, men do. Why? Because because they have the one thing. That they're willing to just say, okay, that you pass the test. And that's how she looks. If she makes him look better, then it's enough. He'll put up with the drama, bullshit. Yeah, all of it. He'll, oh, even, he'll even put up with her not loving him. This is astounding immaturity, I think, uh, that you're describing between two people. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no water under anybody's bridge here so far. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But that's, you know, unfortunately, that's a lot of people. And, um, you know, and the reason why both men and women will turn away from finding love and just bury themselves into a career and just, you know, write it off that. It's meant to be they will find the love of their life, but they just can't be chasing people around. Nobody's got time for that. You know, and the older you get, you don't have energy for it either. You're tired of the games. Well, I mean, I, I get that. You know, it is the energy. I mean, the burn rate's pretty high if, yeah. you're, if you're on the dating scene. The burn rate's just pretty high. Yeah. And uh, you, and you, all of a sudden you realize you can make much better use of your time. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, and that doesn't, you don't have to be, you don't have to wait very long to have that happen. Mm. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I mean, we are here to procreate right. as a race or as a species. Right. And so we still have to get that done somehow. You know, I mean, I, I mean, the way this is turning out is like we have a bunch of sperm donors running around finding women. It's like, it's like the, uh, what was that television series? The um, women, these women running around with these hats on. Uh, I don't know. I forgot. I don't I know. Anyway. But if that were the case, a lot of women, single women raising children without. Well, we do anyway, don't we? Without fathers. And without. We do. Without financial help. We also do. Yes. I think that's well, one of the we flaws need... of how we, how God created the whole thing. No, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's about our free will. It's not about God. God is love. God is perfect. Free will is not. Free will. God is. What? What's on? God is not perfect. God is flawed. I mean, because we're having this conversation, God didn't get it right. What are you talking about? We're blaming. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's go back to God is love. There is no imperfection in love. I mean, this is your position now. I understand that. Okay, go on. Is there, is there, okay, is there imperfection? Yeah, yeah, love trumps everything. Love trumps everything. There's no, I know, there's no... wait a minute. There's your side. There's your side. So is there imperfection in love? Impure love? I'm going to say no. I mean, I mean, I know where you're. I mean, because of your argument, we have to say no. Okay. Yeah. No, because you said that God was imperfect. Yeah. All right. So I'm either going to buy into your argument or I'm not. So I think that I think that God is is a. I think that we are getting back into random selection here, where where God. This God thing—I mean, dark matter, whatever it is—I mean, we're only four percent think we know about it anyway. Mom, everything we're only four percent recognizable matter. Everything else is either dark or gray, or we can't figure it out. So, I mean, we only have a four percent window to decide what the hell's going on anyway, in total. So, you know, somewhere out there, I—I'm not going to give God credit for being all that wonderful. It's just, you know. Just another cosmic radiation blast. Again, hmm. the perspective is looking outward that God is something separate than us. Okay. I I don't, I, I get it. I mean, no, I don't get it. But I mean, I've, I I understand <laughs> that I'm, in our conversations, I'm flawed. Okay. But. <laughs> it's not, it, God is perfect. Love is perfect. It's us. We are the imperfection. But you see, you cannot possibly lose an argument on that chain of thought. Because because no yeah. because no matter because you don't analyze what's going on in that in that the way that you take that forward, there's nothing to analyze because God is always perfect. No, but wait a minute. Okay, not only is God always perfect, but we are always imperfect. It's our fault, not God's fault. We are I'm not going to give that. I'm not. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, right. no. We're the ones with our own problems. We're the ones that cause our own problems. 
Yeah, all right. I mean, the thing is, though, I've, I'm stuck on all this God stuff that's been so corrupt and corrosive and crazy. It, it, it pollutes the God thing. Mm-hmm. People that hold themselves out to be God, purveyors of God, da-da-da-da-da-da, right. are essentially some of the worst crooks I've ever met so in my life. So true, so true. But again, those are the people who are imperfect, not God. Wouldn't God, you know, if God was that perfect, wouldn't he kind of throw a wrench in some of that bullshit? Straighten him out? No. <laughs> it's not a man in the sky, and you know that. It's not a man in the sky. <laughs> the scepter, my God. <laughs> well, that's what I want. Right. <laughs> Can we order up one of those? Let's get one of those. I mean, if if that's the way, you know, we choose it to to believe it, and there are plenty of people who do. What we what we do is we put the responsibility on something outside of ourselves. That's the flaw, isn't it? That's the fatal that's right. flaw from your perspective. That's no right. matter what you do, that's the flaw. It's always got to come from you. That's right. It's always got to be introspective, and then you go from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're perfect, then you can deflect against all the imperfections and remain perfect and continue to elevate well, and, that's right. and become like, and then you become like helium. Your, your nickname becomes helium <laughs> because you're always rising. Right? Just call me helium. I'm on my way. <laughs> I it's talked true, to Mary Leah Howard ago and I am helium. It's All right. true. Well, it is true, but it's hard to achieve. It's hard to achieve because most people don't want to look in the mirror. We want to look outside of ourselves and blame everything else. We can blame God for everything in this world that's wrong. And we will not take responsibility for shooting the gun, starting the war. You know what I mean? Giving the death shot. No, we're not going to take responsibility for that. You know, all, always somebody else's problem. Right. Always somebody else's problem. You know, who's the yeah. one? Yeah, that's killing all the dolphins. Is that God? No, that's us. Who's the one that's polluting all the oceans? Is that God? No, that's us. We could go on and on well, and on. It's us. Right. Well, God. I mean, that's. But <clears throat> I think it's it's oversimplifying who God is because God, in your context, is essentially everything. It's energy. God is energy, right? right? In right. your context, right. in God, the universe, the, the um, he's the stuff. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, and I, but we, but to, you know, but we, we hypothecate this God business because we somehow think we're communicating with God. Uh, we are. On, yeah, and how are we doing that? Mentally. And we are, we are, is that our consciousness that's, that's swimming around with God out there somehow? What's, just, I mean, if, if it's dualism, then our conscious, our consciousness is what's talking to God, right? Our it's all our self-talk. Our self-talk. So I'm talking to myself about improving myself, and that is my conversation with God. Yeah, pretty much. How to do better. Yep. And so I really don't go visit God. God's here all the time. Well, it's I don't, about the... I don't go see God. No. God's here. That's right. 
So Sunday morning at 8 o'clock to go to the church to visit God is a waste of time. We are the church. Humanity is the church. It's the body yeah. of God. Okay. We don't need the building. It's just where people gather. Does God have any form at all then? Is there any form in this God that you're talking about? Yeah. In, in everything we see. I am that. Okay. You know? I mean, you... I mean... <laughs> what? <laughs> you are such a conversational dead-end street. I mean, God, no matter what, no matter what... <laughs> <laughs> you just lead me there john it's it's you know i am that i am that i am when something says i am a dog i am that i am i'm a tree yes i am that i am i'm a car yes <laughs> i am that i am i am right <laughs> Yeah, no, I am what am right. Welcome, welcome to dualism and Renee Descartes. Okay, we've been here before. We've been here for days. I get it. Right. Okay. Right. <clears throat> All right. I mean, it's a sea of words. You and I are a sea of words. We're floating on this lexicon of words about God and and stuff, and and it's great. I mean, it's a phenomenology of perception. We are the phenomenology of perception. You and me. Hmm. Um, it's your perception, my perception, or in this case, this guy who's talking to me about how to take care of a woman which is just ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's like his, what, my argument about his thing is just like your argument about God. Just what? look in the mirror. You know, come on, asshole, look in the mirror. I mean, be, be normal, be yourself, be authentic, be real. Yeah. You know, just yeah. be, just be. Be with yeah, the contemporary you know with it's the long not, hair. It's what? not that simple. Because there, because, <laughs> um, mm, there's too Why many. Why can't it be that simple? It's not that simple because too often the standard, a man's standard, he's unconscious of his standards. And a woman will look at him and say, well, that needs improvement. And so he becomes her project. If he says, I love you, it's an invitation. <laughs> She's going to change him. Well. That's why it's so important for a man to look in the mirror and say, who do I want to be? And that's when you start to understand, okay, these are the standards. These are the boundaries. This is who I am. Then you start looking for somebody who's the same. Who's done the same for themselves. So this this guy's given other guys, you know, the the heads up. However, me being a woman, it's like, okay, I'm gonna look at this and go, yeah, I I want you to defend me and I want you to support me and I want you to protect me. What do I do for you? Well, it's that's a sixty four thousand dollar question, right? I don't. I think that that's the same thing. It's it's identical. It's it's tit for tat. It's identical. You support one another. Then, you know, okay. if I'm a, if, but if, if you and I agree on that, John, and I I'm going to defend you, I'm going to support you, and I'm going to protect you. Why yes. is it that we get a divorce? Well, 
we get a divorce because of something else, I believe. Um, what happens when you fall out of love with somebody? You fall out of love because there's no trust. The trust was lost, and we don't catch it when it happens. And too often... Is it, is, hmm. is it, is it that simple? Yeah, it's that simple. Well, well, what well, what is trust then? What is trust? I mean, what what would be a what's a breach of trust that's a little more that's a little more insidious than just simply an obvious thing? How does trust? How do you lose trust? Because they what? Because they squirrel away money and don't tell you, or because they don't no, know the they can, No, they, they can. Okay, so let's look at his list. He says to listen to her. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. She Come needs on. she needs him. To be there for her, to be her best. Listen to me. It's number two to listen. Yeah, yeah listen. this is number okay, two, yeah. right? All right. Okay. If he if he looks at her and says, "You need a girlfriend." I mean, I don't have time for this. You need it. You need to find a friend. You think that's listening? Right in no, that of course not. Of course, moment. Of course not. Right. Yeah. She's gonna. Mm-hmm. She's not going to trust him. She's okay. not, not going to trust him. She's still committed well, to him. She might be married, but she's not going to trust him. Why? Why is that a trust issue? I mean, you know, he's just being bad. I mean, he's just being a turd. But because what is that he's about not trust? doing number one, he's not protecting her. He's not defending her, and he's not supporting her. Oh, God, there's a lot to think about here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeez. Affirmative. I mean, I walk around with a little book about how we're doing this right. I mean, yeah, it's called the game. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, silly me. <laughs> oh god. So okay, so this is why his list, even though it's valid, it's there's so many holes in it. Because we can't understand exactly what we're doing wrong. For example, number three, tender physical touch. Um, if I'm going out to dinner with you, okay, and this is our first date, right? Maybe even our second mm-hmm. date. Uh, we're just I'm just entertaining this. It doesn't mean I'm entertaining it. And you decide that you're going to grab my hand, pet my hand, or do some sort of physical touch to make a move. I'll be offended. I'll be like, you know what? No. Game over. I'm done. I'm out. You know why? Because I never gave you the signal. I never gave you an open door to do any of that. You well, what would be a signal? What would you do as a signal then? Um, I wouldn't give a signal, first of all. I mean, it, it would be more of a, um, I think, laughter. When, be kind of spontaneous. Be kind of spontaneous between us. When, when, it might work out. Right. When, when you can have a woman laughing, you know, mm-hmm. she's enjoying your company. She's laughing. Mm-hmm. What typically do is laugh and put her hand on your hand or put her shoulder to your shoulder, you know, if you're walking together or mm-hmm. she will, you know, kind of like just an innocent 
it's okay to touch me in this way. Are we kind of making my point here? What point? The point about sort of just letting it flow. And we talked about this a few minutes ago. I mean, isn't this my point? Is it, is it, um, you know, she no, laughs. No, because, and... yeah, okay, if you let it flow from her end. She's the woman. She says when it's okay. I get that. I mean, that's valid. And right. I think that would be civilized. Right. But you know? a guy will impose on her too early. No, he won't. Yeah, he, he will. Brains. Yeah, well, they do. Believe me, they do. I mean... Well, then they're just stupid. Exactly. Stupid. And 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 without that self-awareness or understanding about, you know, the rules of the game, then, you know, you, you're losing over and over and over again. You don't understand what you're doing. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. Um but I mean that's just I see that as just plain clumsy you know the guy you know he's he's just clumsy he's just stupid yeah but there, um, it, there has to be insight to what this guy is talking about number four compliment her you know and shows interest okay if they're at dinner right and this is new they're dating and the first, yeah. you know, and he's like, wow, wow, how did you get so smart? Where did you learn all this stuff? That's really impressive. Yeah, I'd like to know more about that. You know, you're really stylish. I really like how you how you did that with your hair. Yeah, you know, I, I like how you keep your nails up. I like how oh, you God, shut he's, he's hunting. <laughs> Fuck, he's hunting. Forget it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and but this guy is saying compliment her and show interest so the guy who doesn't know anything about the girl you know or how to handle a woman is taking his advice and going but i'm doing that and every woman is shutting shutting him down shutting him down because he doesn't shut him it. down and it's just just ignoring him like you know what I mean? like you're just boring and you're you're just a rogue you're just well no well he's being <clears throat> shut down or or it could be the other way the other way is the guy's really suave. All right. So let's just say the guy's got it together. Somehow I cannot I cannot equate suave with some guy telling me that my fingernails are pretty and everything's wonderful. And da, 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 da. I mean, you know, let's talk about politics or something else, but not about <laughs> you love my hair for time's sake. <laughs> We're talking about young adults here, John. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. scholars. <laughs> okay. okay. We're talking about, you know, just just people who go out and date, whatever the age <laughs> is. Okay. We're talking about now, if the guy is suave, right? So the guy's got it together. He looks good. He's manicured. He dresses well. He's got style. He's got a nice car. He's got money. He can take her out to dinner. It's all good. It looks really good. So now he's sitting at the table and he leans back. Hey, baby. He's giving her the eye. He's going, you know, I really like how you have your hair. It's it's all this this undercurrent flirt that's basically saying, you know, I can't wait to get you alone. Now, a woman who doesn't know her worth or her value is going to be impressed with this. You know, he's like, wow, he really likes me. He's really showing interest. 
like, no, honey, he's working you. But he, but she doesn't see it because she doesn't have the 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 value, her own internal standards of behavior that she can look for and identify. So she's going to be a victim. Yeah, it's sad. I know. As you describe it. As you describe it, it's sad. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, I would, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just such a, mm. Mm -mm -mm. <sighs> So is this, I mean, what is, what does a parent do? Sit down and talk to his, what does a father do with his daughter or mother with her daughter sit down you know do you give them this you know this is what to look for and if you, if this happens why walk what do you do um, i mean it seems like this takes care of itself after a while you know well yeah unfortunately what? there's a period of time in all of our life where you're not listening to your parents you're seeing what your peers are doing i mean we when i grew up i mean you know, I never realized that sex would, could be anywhere other than the backseat of a car. You know, for years, that's how we grew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, were you asking so you, your dad about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. And when he did talk to me, he didn't have much to say. But okay. The point is, is that we evolve somehow. But So what do you do? So you... How do we become sophisticated enough to not be stupid at the table? You have to, to be real. We have What's to be, wrong with being real? Well, because we have to define real. People think okay. that they are real. People think that they are authentic. You well, know? they are. I mean, that's authentic. It's authentic. It's authentically ridiculous. Yeah. Right. But I mean, right. You are being authentic. But it's not okay to be your authentic self when you're hurting everybody. It's not okay. Well, you're, just, you're just insulting people. You're not hurting anybody. You're just wasting their time. You know, I mean. God. An insult does hurt. Because yeah. in this mm. scenario where the guy's suave and she's, you know, <laughs> looking like dinner, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> God. How do we get here anyway? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, the poor thing is she's she's trying to find her value in someone else. And when he's, you know, <laughs> touching her hand and complimenting her and, you know, saying the right things to make her feel safe and she can't see through all that stuff. Oh, guess what? He's going to have her way or his way with her, and then it's not going to last. I mean, he's a rotten log, and she's a hollow bag. I mean, you know, how do you get some substance to these people? Well, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a good question. It's, it's a, um, <laughs> it starts with parenting, and the problem is that each of us have been raised from a generation that, that did the best that they could with what they had. We're all dealing with that. So we came from not knowing what the hell love is. And so we keep continuing that with our children. So it's like, well, don't we teach them some respect? I mean, 
isn't this basic respect we're discussing here just in context mm. that you respect the person you're with? No. No. Why not? Because you'd have to have self-respect first. The guy who's all suave and made it, okay, he's all full of himself. He's confident. He does not have a problem with women. He can get women all day long. Okay, he doesn't have problems. So the moral compass can just be thrown out the window. It's a good time. Well, okay. I mean, yes. Uh, yes. So yes. where's respect in that? Well, <clears throat> damn. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> you give absolution here, too? I mean, can I buy my way out of this somehow? Mm-mm. But, uh, but you know, it's not just men. It's women, too. You know, I mean, both are guilty. And this is yeah. why we hear men complaining about women. All they want is money. All they care about is money. Like, they won't love me for who I am. It's all all about how much I have and how much I can spend on them. And, well, just walk on that deal, too. Hmm? I mean, I mean, that's so easy to get out of, it seems to me. It seems to me. All you have to do is be honest. Look, I don't you understand. Know, what, just, what do you mean? Who's being honest? Well, I mean, well, everybody better start to be honest. I mean, if you're with somebody that's after your money, then just let it know that you're broke. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, what else? I mean, what else you got? I don't have any money. How are you doing? You know? What's going on here? I mean, how are you paying your rent? I'm getting mine done. Whatever. Right. Right. I mean, whatever it is, let's talk about it. Right. You know? Okay, I but... I can barely make my car payments. You got any extra cash on you? I mean, just open it up. What the fuck? Women don't want that now. <laughs> I mean... Well, they... then, useless is just on a bore hog. I mean, come on. Women get don't real. want that. Right. Women... So the complaint now is that women, it doesn't matter what they're bringing to the table. It doesn't matter what they're bringing to the table. For some reason, we feel very entitled to have it all. To have, you know, it's like we hold everything so that this man, you owe me something. What do you have to offer? (laughs) (laughs) A cab ride home on your radio. You know, We're out of here. <laughs> and men are like, when did this happen? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a steep learning curve, but I can learn it pretty it's damn ridiculous. quick. It's <laughs> ridiculous. You know, and then there's like, oh, my God, there's, there's reels on Instagram where you see, I don't know what the hell these people are doing, but it's like the women are being pampered by their man. And he's got oodles of money, and he's bending over backwards for it. No, honey, I want you to sit down. No, we're not going to spend your money. We're only going to spend my money. No, you need to save your I mean, it just goes on and on. And I, mm. I just think, oh, my gosh. Mm. It's terrible. I will it's so t- much fun to be broke. I, <sighs> You know, <clears throat> well, I walked away from a lot of money, of course. We know that. I mean, in previous yeah, you know things. I mean, I I gave up on money a long time ago. It just it has no value at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you know, I mean, I'm a pretty bad catch. <laughs> right down to it. <laughs> I don't give a shit about money. <laughs> right, right. But uh, but I mean, I don't have any trouble talking to women. You know, 
No, but that, okay, but that's a whole different conversation that would take up the whole hour. And we, we could do okay. that. We could do okay. that. <laughs> that would be way too much fun. I'm not fitting it in one minute. <laughs> no. But, I mean, this um, this topic, I mean, we could go on and on and on about this topic here. You know, about women expecting so much from men, and men are just fed yeah. up with it, right? There's a reason for that. Well, it doesn't, doesn't sound like they're fed up with it. I mean, it sounds like they're just they're precipitating it. I mean, so, I mean, if this guy's, you know, how to keep your woman, I mean, I, first of all, I, I'm a blank slate kind of a guy anyway. I mean, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, to, 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 to give a woman compliments, you know, yeah. now and then. Yeah. And so in a word, now and then, <laughs> no. now and then, <laughs> are you serious? I know. <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah. I mean, that might that might work for your neighbor's dog, but it's not going to work for your wife <laughs> or your girlfriend. I kind of felt like he was talking to the gorillas or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God, right? Anyway. How are we going to break this down? Okay, but I have to tell you <laughs> that the other day I, I saw, um, it was another reel on Instagram, and this poor woman, you know, she's just laying out her heart. She's just distraught. And she's crying, she's got her dog, and she's telling her story about, you know, how she's 40 years old, and she's never been married, and she just wants to find the love of her life, and, you know, people judge her because she is 40, and she's never been married, blah, 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 and did all this other stuff, and she's crying, and her dog is trying to console her, and she goes, it's not that I haven't been proposed to before, I've been proposed to three times, I just don't want to have a toxic relationship, so I choose me first. But it comes with a stigma, you know, because why isn't she taken? But I mean, her whole story was so heartbreaking to me. I actually went over and I gave her a private message and I just said, you know, hon, please check out the book. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, you know, and, and it's so hard to do that because I don't mean to assume anything, you know, I'm not implying you know that you need help it's just it would really offer so much clarity you know i mean oh, that's a step i mean that's really a step up for you or step out or whatever it is because you tend to you're not you're not you know you're not in this self-promotion at all yeah well but no but you had a but you got an impact there so you took your book forward the book by the way for those who are listening is called the game mm -hmm. Winning by and, virtue, uh, one move at a time. That one move at a time part's pretty, pretty um, inviolate. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to say um, the subtitle because there's a lot of books called The Game. Yeah, you know, I suppose so. There's only one author from that's me <laughs> for this one, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's there's just. So much pain out there and it breaks my heart it's like people please please help yourself I mean I'm having this conversation about this guy and I mean, I'm just been I'm waiting to exhale you know how do I get away from this guy um, but you know what you're right I mean it's I, I am I am uh, I don't fit the current dating pattern that's for sure um, so what the hell? 
we're over the hour. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> you want to do this again tomorrow? Yeah, we'll continue. We'll continue with this conversation tomorrow because it's a good one. There's a lot of people out there who yeah. are single and for good reason. Yeah, well, you know, we do some good. I don't know. Yeah. Do them some good? Know. Well, I mean, I don't know. Are we helping anybody? Are we just, does anybody care? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We'll try okay. again tomorrow. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. I'll see you. Bye. Bye.